MotorCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, co-host, Jazzy Fiddle. The Immortals were the best esports team ever. That is not what it says. Until TSM whooped their ass! Read what it says. I just did. No. I'm not I'm not saying that. Read it. I'm not saying Read that. Read it. You already y'all okay. Listen, fans. Y'all. Y'all. Listen here, fans of GameZilla. You broke my heart this weekend because we posted something on social media whether we should wear the Immortals jersey or the TSM jersey to the finals, and y'all voted Immortals, and my heart is hurt and my butt is hurt. Just wait till I tell you the stories. Because they they know where the money's at. Listen, first of all, Jazzy writes this segment every week, and it says, Jazzy says, Immortals are the best (laughs) gaming (laughs) eSport team ever. Explanation point, explanation point, explanation point. I will tell you I'd a story. I'd also like to introduce our producer of the show, Deadite Knight. That's 22. It sounded exactly like a 22 I could tell it anywhere. Yeah, that's right. It's amazing that that wasn't a rec- pre-recorded sound effect. That was me with my mouth. And Cable2KX is still recovering, so... We're gonna we're gonna have another week of boring backgrounds and lackluster video production. Uh, blame it on cable. He's probably in the chat right now on twitch.tv slash podcast. Yeah. So feel free to let him know that you miss him. And also wish PlayStation him well. Network, cable two KX, friend him, and then send him a message that says spam cable. Em. Oh spam him, yeah. Spam him. Yep. I found that on Overwatch, if you go in and you and you friend someone, and then you sit there and send them requests to join a game in Overwatch, you can spam that by just simply hitting one button over and over and over again to the point where it just doesn't stop popping up on their system. So, so if you really want to push it, there you go. Then you play a he match really with that it. friend, and he then really an it. hour and a half later, I'm still getting invites to the yeah. same match mm-hmm. I've just played for an hour and a half. Right, exactly. So, All right, well, welcome to episode 172 of the Games Little Podcast. We just got back from Boston from our trip, and we're ready to talk about uh, the event. We're ready to talk about some results and get into why we're obsessed with League of Legends again. I was always obsessed with League of Legends. Yeah, but you take breaks. Don't lie. Yeah, I took a minor break. I can go back several episodes and sit there and point out exactly where you're like, I don't even know why I took a big break like that. I liked the game, but I just didn't want to play it. Let's not do that because that that really happened. I know it did happen <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> so, anyways, uh, we're going to talk about our event. We're going to get into some esports news, and then we're going to follow up with PAX West going down in Seattle. And we got a lot of cool news coming from the convention. So it's a it's a packed show. We're not going to waste a whole lot of time. But uh, since we were in Boston, everyone knows what we were doing playing League. So what about uh, what about you, Deadeye? What's up? I feel like I come to the show this week with a little extra pep in my step, feeling like the cock of the walk here. <laughs> I beat two video games this week. The guy who never finishes a video game ever finished two video games. It only took me about three years, but I finished Gunman Clive 2. 
Okay. On the okay. 3DS, I finally beat the final boss, and so I can move on to Gunman Clive 1 that I bought two years ago and never once played. Um, and I finished Sonic Mania despite Xander telling me that I wouldn't be able that to. That was the motivation that you yeah. needed. The f- just the, the, f- the fuel. Yeah. On the fire. Now, I didn't go and collect all the Chaos Emeralds and all that oh, stuff. Oh, never mind. But I, I I finished all the levels, so I didn't get the true ending. Half-assed it. Yeah. Well, well that's as close to you know finishing a game as I get. Um, in other gaming this week, I played the uh, PC uh, version of Brink. <laughs> and so this is a true story, guys. No way. You, no, wait, you said didn't. This gaming. Is a, this is a joke, right? <laughs> no, I did it. I do- Okay, after the show last week, I literally went home and immediately downloaded it. And then the next and then the next day I played it. Was this because you didn't believe me how bad it is? No. Or no. you were curious to see how bad it was? What I came into it with as I came into it with a curiosity that perhaps you played the like original build of the game. Now it's free to play. It's on, you know, come out, you know, uh, years later, I assume there was a lot of patchwork and I assumed it couldn't be that bad. So a couple months ago during the steam sale, we all bought depth. That was my first time playing a shooter on the PC since tribes three. Okay. Get into it. I'm going. I loved playing depth. And I was like, man, maybe like uh, I'm going to get into some shooters here on the PC. Maybe this is a, a new thing for me, a new thing that I enjoy. And I was like, maybe I'm going to get into the PC gaming area a little bit with you guys. And literally, I'm watching like the tutorial of how to play Brink. And I was like, oh, God, this looks awful. It doesn't look fun at all. And then I played it. And I just played the first like solo mission. I, within two minutes of playing, was begging for the mission to be over. I wanted, I was like, can I just die enough where the mission is over? Can I end this as quickly as possible? The objectives seem kind of convoluted. The controls, I couldn't, I have an alt. I couldn't for the life of me figure out which key performed the alt. And it just, everything fell awful about this game. And I text you the next day and I was like, hey, play some Brink last night. Whew, it was pretty bad. And you're like, yeah, did it feel like everything was underwater? And I was like, yes, <laughs> which I love about depth because you're hunting sharks. You are underwater. And you are underwater. And Brink, it just feels bad. It's because it is bad. And, and I loved your reaction. I was like, You were like, yes, I just thought my computer couldn't run it well. <laughs> Absolutely. I, you know, I don't have a gaming PC. I do have a, 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 a laptop with an i7 and a dedicated uh, NVIDIA card, but it's still nothing special. It you know plays games like Depth or I assumed Brink, a seven-year-old gamer, however old it is, I assumed it would play it just fine. And then once I was playing, I was like, oh, I guess not. Yeah, so I was, uh, I was happy and sad. Sad that you actually went through that, but happy that you agreed with me because if you would have came out and said that it was a viable game, I would have uh, questioned our friendship, I think. Well, I, I did something else this week, uh, maybe just to make you want to be my friend and maybe entice you to come over to my house and play some video games with me because I just failed to do so with Jazzy. Mm. I set up a second gaming area in my game room. So I have my I big saw. DLP TV with the PS4, Wii, and Xbox and all that stuff on it. But I set up a smaller TV to the side of that 
uh, that I hook up the uh, the Retron, just the basic Retron, just plays NES games, and I hook the Dreamcast up to it. So I I've been spending my last couple of days going hard on Tony Hawk on the Dreamcast, which is a good option. My my, so I saw this via social media. I was very pleased to see growth in your game room, but I was um, disappointed when a fan interacted and was like, "Dreamcast, oh man, what do you got?" And you you were like, "Oh, get ready, I got." Two games, and I, I was like, "Oh man!" But come on, I listened to the two games I have. They're, the aforementioned Tony Hawk's Professional Skater, yep, and the National Football League Blitz, <laughs> Blitz, which is another great game. Another but great I game. was just shocked. I was like, "Wow, there's a lot of games out there." And, and mind you, there's a lot of expensive games out for the Dreamcast. But even some of the the go-tos that are still like 10 bucks and under that you don't have. I guess. Like, where's I, the crazy taxi? I've never come across it at an affordable price. Man. I just like. Ready to rumble. I'd love to have ready to rumble. I have crazy crazy taxi on other platforms. Okay. Um, what I really want is I want Killer Instinct Gold. I don't yep. have any versions of Killer Instinct 4, so I'd love to have Killer Instinct Gold. Um, Killer Instinct Gold or Mortal Kombat Gold? Mortal Kombat Gold. Okay, I was Killer Instinct Gold, completely different game. Yeah. Why are there so many golds? I, yeah, Mortal, Mortal Kombat Gold is kind of pricey on the Dreamcast. It is. It's like twenty bucks. It's supposed to be uh, uh, a very good version of Mortal Kombat. So yeah, it's supposed to be the there's and there's actually two different ones. One of the versions has a different patch in it, I believe. Mm. So I, I got to do more research, but I'd love to get Mortal Kombat Gold. Um, it'd even be good to have like a Sonic Adventure, even though like yeah. looking back, they're not that great. There are a ton of good games on the Dreamcast. There's also a ton of games on the Dreamcast that don't really appeal to the type of game style I like. Yeah, that's true. So well, a lot of them were like arena fighters too. So if you're yeah. not playing like, you know, if you're not playing multiplayer, they're almost pointless to own, you know? Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, I mean like I have house of the dead too, Yeah. you know, and, and typing of the dead too. And C man, those all appeal to your game style, though. Yeah, but Seaman appeals to your game style. Man, it's awful, and its name is Seaman. Seaman. <laughs> wow, perfect, perfect. So a, a double dose of goodness. Oh, I also have a snowboarding game that came in the Dreamcast when I bought it. The disc is so scratch it fails to load properly. Oh, bummer. So that's my favorite game I have. <laughs> perfect, perfect. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to come check it out. Maybe I'll bring, um, bring a, a Dreamcast game to add to your collection. See of three. Ooh, I maybe. feel like I feel like it's three almost, and a half because again I have one that doesn't. Yeah, work. I feel like I it's almost like a like I have to do that for you. All right, well, um, like I said, Jazzy and I we were in Boston with our good friend Phantom Joe. We played a lot of League of Legends. We watched a lot of League of Legends, and in between on the airplane and and you know when we were kind of resting on the couch or whatever, we um we spent some time. Uh, playing the Switch, basically, which I was playing Mario Rabbids, so was Joe, and what did you end up pulling out on the Switch? Uh, I only played a little bit of Splatfest. Yeah, yeah. that's right. On Saturday. Yeah, you abandoned us all to play Splatfest. Mm -hmm. You didn't invite us to play Splatfest. You even tell me what team you were on Splatfest. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I played two rounds and then just put it down. Yeah, I'm really disappointed in you, though. Like, you hurt my feelings. First... How does it feel? First, Ooh. you don't invite me to Splatfest. Second, you don't invite me to Splatfest. Then, you go and you put up this, this whole contest, this whole thing, all over social media. 
Which jersey do you want us to wear? Which jersey do you want us to wear? You get to pick fans. And guess what? The fans wanted to take a dump on you, and they did. I know. And they made you wear a jersey you didn't want to wear. Yep. And you cried and, and bitched and double-layered where you put your Immortal jersey on, and then you put your TSM jersey on over it, and you're like, well, I, did, I just said I would wear it. I didn't have to wear it on the outside. So listen, I waited until today. I waited until today because I wanted to do this on Twitch. Jazzy, I've had enough of your shit, man. Seriously, I've had enough of your shit. I want you off the show. You're fired. I want you to leave right now. Are you serious? Yeah. De- dead I, the, dead I and I will do this alone. I don't need you. Take your laptop. Take your laptop. Oh, hey, sir. Hi. Hey, uh, you have a resume? No. Oh, no. Oh, you know I'm, what? I'm not Jazzy. Can you... Uh, you're hired. I like I like the sound Fantastic. of that. Fantastic. Yeah, did I did I and I don't have to do it alone. Oh wow. I want to introduce our uh, our new co-host. Our new co-host. Uh, um, can I get a name? Can I get a name? He's tall. Yeah. He's tall and handsome. Uh, not Jazzy. Not Jazzy. Not Jazzy. Everybody. Ooh, there whoa. we go. Ooh, Fantastic. Ah, I'll give him a coin. Hey, <laughs> everybody. Welcome Xander to the podcast. Hello. <clears throat> and before before the world goes crazy because people like. Sometimes take our shit way too seriously. <laughs> Jazzy is really fired. Yes, yeah. he's mm-hmm. gone. I'm done with him. Like the dude, he it was his idea. My ears were burning. I had to come. It was his idea to do this immortal TSM thing. I don't even know where it came from. He cheated. I think I saw on, on the internet. He did. He was. We were. I mean, Immortals was like eight votes to twelve votes by the time we had one TSM vote, and so he was doomed. I already had the Immortals jersey on. So did so did Phantom Joe, and that's when he's just going around the apartment and he's literally just moping and like kicking things and just grunting. And I'm like, "What is wrong?" And he's like, "I'm so upset right now." And I'm like, "Then why did you come up with this idea and put it out there?" <laughs> he should have realized the influence I have over our audience. <laughs> To buy into the hype of the Immortals. Right. He should have known. Also, everyone, let's be honest, everyone knows that he loves TSM. Everyone knows that the rest of us don't give a shit because C9 wasn't in it, so I didn't really have a fighting team in the in the championship game. And so when they looked at, like, our, our group, is a, we have a great community, right? Mm-hmm. But we have a community that loves to poke fun and loves to, like, you know, push our buttons. So, of course, they were going to go the Immortals route. Because they knew you weren't, you know, you're the immortal slappy that, that, you know, just jumps on the bandwagon. Slobbing on him. I'm slobbing on him all the time. Jazzy's TSM till the day he dies, so of course they're going to go immortals. <sighs> Nonetheless, it's, uh, it's old, it's old, uh, old news. We got new, we got new hosts. Yep. Uh, do you like your, um, your cord, um, buddy that you have on your headphones? I have a cord buddy? Yeah, look at him. Yeah, yeah. Look at look at that guy. That's a little. That's a little Godzilla. Yeah, isn't that cool? We got that just. We got that just for you. We want you to feel welcome to yeah. games. We knew we were firing him, so Amanda, fan of the show, hooked you up. Well, I wanted you guys to feel <laughs> welcome with me here. Oh, oh, look at look at this. The new host bringing us gifts. We, bringing us gifts. The only nice Jesse thing never gave us shit. The only nice thing I've done on the show is not fart for the last half hour. <laughs> yeah, last half I, hour. I thought it smelled nicer. <laughs> yeah, it's because I've been clenching. <laughs> so I got I've got these games for you. Oh oh, I don't know what they are, but oh, fantastic. <laughs> oh let's, let's see. Let's take a look here. Let's uh, we're gonna we're gonna start with Gremlins two for the NES. Ooh man, yeah. if Jazzy was here, he'd be hype. He loves Gremlins. Yeah, you know, but um, thankfully it's yeah. all mine, not his. He got fired. Ah, uh, Popeye for Ooh, the NES. A, a, a favorite of my childhood. 
Played a lot of Popeye. And a, uh, we got a drum roll. We got something. Some there we go. Drum roll. Bucky O'Hare, baby. Oh, That's right. Wow. Woo. So pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Thank you for these these unexpected gifts. Right. That I did not give yeah. you money for. No, not at all. <laughs> Wow. Via Cash App. Bucky O'Hare. Yeah, some yep. dude just brought him into my store. He was like, I want to get rid of all these things. And Can I was like, this? And I was like, Bucky O'Hare, yeah, why would you ever want this? I was like, Graham, you got to get this right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in Boston. He's sending me images, and I'm like, how much, how much, how much? <laughs> so, yeah, long story short, I got all three of these for like still less than what Bucky O'Hare goes for. Yep. So, yeah, to the to the gentleman that decided to trade retro games into GameStop. He brought um, some more in today, actually. Really? Yeah. Nothing, nothing that's the only, the only one that I had seen that I had not seen before was uh, the Punisher for NES. Oh, that's not a bad one. I've never yeah. seen that. That's one I don't have. They have it uh, complete in the box at our local retro store. Nice. So, but um, I have, I do have a Punisher game on the Genesis, which is also expensive and awesome. We it's played a, it that yeah. one time. We streamed it. Yeah, it's like a Streets of Rage Punisher nice. skin. Yeah. Is what it is. You so, play yeah, as Punisher or Nick Fury, and it's a beat 'em up. And yeah, it's dope. it was pretty good. I was surprised, but thank you, sir. Yeah, I, no I problem. I really like it. So also, but, I've got something we can give away if we want to. Oh, what is this? It's uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm Deluxe Edition for PC. Ooh. Oh wow! I'll let you come up with the parameters for that, but Damn. why not? Okay, well you know what? Let's cover up that backside there, but right. uh, when getting that code. Don't want to get sly. Life is Strange Before the Storm, which is the new prequel that just came out. Uh, we have a code. We're going to give it away. And details on that will be. This is brand new. I didn't yeah. even know I was doing this I until. Oh, like, okay. Right before yeah. I walked in. I didn't in, know so. I was doing this until right now. Perfect. So, yeah. Um, but this is for you guys. <laughs> this is for you. You guys. And we'll let you know on social media. We'll let you know via Facebook, via Instagram. And and Twitter, those three, those, those three, only three. those three. If you are not following us on those three, you're gonna miss this. That's mm-hmm. all I'm gonna say. So make sure you're following us. But yeah, um, Jazzy, do you see what we brought? What we brought, Grim? Don't look at it. You're fired. Yeah. What the hell are you even still doing here? I thought I changed really the lock. Funny. He got so hopeful for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Jazzy, come on over to uh, to Cable's mic at least. Let's let's have a farewell hoorah. <laughs> all right all right i guess we'll just do this whole show without you even though the next segment is yours so. i'm pretty excited to talk about league of legends yeah it's gonna be good me too i'm gonna put this right here though because this is this is something i've been hunting for i'm really happy to have it now that's good the other two can hang out too they're cool now um so league of legends obviously i'm a huge fan yeah absolutely is you, that you just came back from boston with yeah me. right yeah that's My on the dreamcast bug. though right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah dreamcast um coleco vision yeah legal yeah. uh Virtual no 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 no. Boy. it was actually the saturn league of legends of dragoon Ooh, okay yeah it was at saturn that was the game you played with a keyboard right yeah with zombies yeah yeah patron uh patron sashin 65 says santa xander thank you hey so yeah there we go all right um I guess I'm doing this by myself. You want me to cue that intro? I guess so. It's my new intro. I made it from scratch. You did do a good job making it. Didn't I? Would have been worse if someone else made it. I will give the the real creator one last opportunity to come on over here, but if he does it in the next three seconds, I'm going (laughs) to... I think he's slowly making his way over. Now, Xander, I appreciate you stopping by, bringing some amazing gifts. Did you want to... Were you planning on hanging out? Can we put you on the the fourth mic? Yeah, I can hang out over there. Okay. Absolutely. Let's do it. All right, guys. Farted six we're times gonna, here, though. <laughs> we're gonna get everybody situated. He covered up the fart quote. I wasn't. We're meeting. just keeping. We're just keeping uh, we're jazzy around because we need him to get through all this 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 segment that that's 
supposed to be good or something. I don't know, but... Ooh, these muffs are warm. Yeah. You're welcome. Don't get used to it, okay? Those are not your headphones anymore. Got it. I mean, technically, you bought them, so I guess you can take them home with you, but... No, those are mine now. <laughs> <laughs> he's farted on them. He's claimed them. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. So, anyways, this is episode 172 of the Gamezilla podcast. We're going to change up the segments a little bit because of our trip. We're going to get into Jazzy's eSport zone first. So, uh, Jazzy, take it away. Welcome to Summoner's Rift. So this is a little bit risky. Oh my god, Frybrook, are you kidding me? Ambition steals the Elder Dragon! Oh, let's break it! Damn! That's right, Esports Corner with Jazzy Fiddle! I'm gonna do this segment so great in, in hopes that maybe I could be put back on the show. Man, do it so good you get it pregnant. Man, Not gonna happen. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you get it pregnant, then I guess maybe we have to consider right. staying together. Yeah. At, at least I get. And then we got you for eighteen years. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> why does my why do my segments always go way off the rocker? It's our fault. I blame really. you. Yeah, uh, you just need to take control of it in a more assertive manner. You yeah, should try it. talking about uh, Mick Kids on Legend of Retro sometime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great nope. episode. By yeah. the way. <laughs> Well, you guessed it. We're going to talk about the League of Legends. That's exactly why. You can't even say the name of the damn game. <laughs> We're going to be talking about League of Legends here on the uh, GameZilla podcast. Switch spot. We just got back from Boston. <laughs> Let me tell you about all the teams that we're playing. Everything you wrote in your document, just give it to Xander, and we'll pretend that he went on the trip. Got just, it. Just for the stream, move your mouth, and I'll read. <laughs> Godzilla's, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's Godzilla! <laughs> that would make for a good part of the show. We should try that one time. So we just got back from Boston. The NALCS Summer Split Championships. <sighs> say Man, that, say that again. Say that again. NALCS Summer Split Championships. You're warmed up. I, I feel it. We all got another <laughs> mess up coming. So... These the summer split championships happened around the world. Teams are getting locked into worlds. I would like to congratulate my boys, Team Solo Mid, for taking down the Immortals in four games in Boston. Suck it, Ethan. How many games is it normally out of? Uh, it's best of five. Damn, didn't even go to five. My boys, Immortals. It should have gone to five. It probably it, got. It they, they got robbed. They, you know, they played very well. Uh, they just need a little bit of work on the you know holding the lead. Yeah, yeah. And by holding the lead, I mean like 11,000 gold. 12,000 gold. <laughs> 12,000 gold, seven one of kills the to zero. Yeah. One of the largest deficits a team has ever turned around, and they turned it around like a steamroller, man. It was like, <laughs> how are they even doing this? And before you knew it, it was over. They came back, they beat it, beat them, and they won. And I, I was like, I mean, it was a great game to watch. I was super happy because it was history in the making, but... You know, at the one point, Immortals set a record during that game. Fastest Baron in playoff history. Yep. At 20, 20 minutes. And it was like 20.03. Yeah. The thing spawned, and it was dead in three seconds. Yeah. It was like crazy. Anyways. So, congratulations to TSM. Um, they broke the North American record with winning three splits in a row. Only team in North America that's been able to win the previous three championships in a row. They are currently sitting at six out of the last ten championships. So, yeah. congratulations to them. They keep steamrolling NA, and let's hope they can do something Worlds. That's their um, biggest. That's the biggest crutch, right? Is yeah. that they they come out of NALCS every year. They look like the best team, and then they get into Worlds and they choke. 
Right. So this and, and you know what's funny is MVP of of the of the split comes from TSM in their mid laner Bjergensen. And he I thought I thought he took the stage and he said exactly what he needed to. I, I, I gained not that he's not I, I didn't have respect for him, but I gained a lot of respect that he came out and said we're happy, but we're not satisfied because until we do something in worlds, it really doesn't mean anything. And you know, and he was just honest. I liked I liked his statement that they need to show up in worlds if they're going to be taken seriously. Yeah, I'd like to give a quick shout out to the rest of our summer split champions. So over in Europe, we had G two esports that won for the fourth time in a row. So they have a better record than even TSM does over here in, in NA. Yeah, they but they're, gar- the use, they're garbage. <laughs> use garbage. Moving on. But they still won. Let's give them Man, a little EU bit of respect. <laughs> over in the LCK, which is Korea, we had a major upset in Longzu Gaming defeats SKT Telecom to take the Summer Split Championship over there. Thank God. The LPL, which is the Chinese League, we had Edward Gaming that defeated Royal Never Give Up. And then uh, shout out to Five Mile Rick. We got some good news for you over in the LMS. The summer split champions are the Flash Wolves. That's why I was about to ask where the how the Flash Wolves are yep. doing this season. Yep. Yeah, they beat AHQ Esports uh, pretty easily. I don't think they have anybody over in that region that's really going to stop them from being probably one of the most decorated winning teams of any region anywhere at yeah. at this point like they went 17 and 0 in the, the regular season and then just have been steamrolling the playoffs I'm so. getting really excited for this worlds because SKT does not seem to be pl- they don't seem right whatever that means like you know these these are the these are the They've got Huni, that's why SKT is the team right they're the the greatest league team ever at this point currently and they do not seem like themselves so I'm looking at worlds in the sense that it's up for grabs. Like all these good teams should be going into worlds feeling like we actually have a chance. Yeah. I kind of go either way because going into last year's worlds, they everybody was saying the same thing. They were saying SKT was not favored, and then they ended up steamrolling worlds. So I hope that we have some some competition for them this year. And well, they weren't is, favored, uh, but they crushed they crushed everything they crushed in the their regular, league. Yeah. yeah. So, so this time around, they didn't even win their league. So that's that's where I'm 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 having some faith that, you know, it's a little different because who needs a piece of shit? Right. Sorry. So this all builds up to the world's to the world's tournament, which is going to start Saturday, September 23rd, and it will roll all the way through Saturday, November 4th. It is going to be held in Wuhan, China, this year, mm-hmm. the largest fan base of League of Legends in the world. Obviously, they have the largest population. They probably have the largest you know, fan base, but there is going to be tons and tons of people there. It is the biggest arena that the World's Tournament will ever be held in, so look forward to a great time there. And uh, I'd like to congratulate the World Qualifiers this far. So we still have a few teams that are kind of trying to make their way in. They still got to fight through uh, their respective gauntlets in the region. But currently sitting in the World Qualifiers, already going to Worlds, we have Longzu Gaming from Korea, SK Telecom Team 1 from Korea, Samsung Galaxy from Korea. So the Koreans are locked in. Those are the three teams they'll be sending. Uh, over in China, we have Edward Gaming and Royal Never Give Up are both going to Worlds this year. In Europe, we have G2 Esports and the Misfits, which were the team that G2 just beat in this summer finals. So both those teams are going to Worlds. Crushed. They've crushed them. They crushed them. 
in North America, we have the two finalists as well. We have uh, the Immortals and Team Solo Mid. Immortals! Immortals! Yeah, they're going to make it out of group. They're going to go further than TSM. That's my prediction. I'm predicting the same thing, and I'm always right. And I hate both of you. (laughs) Over from the LMS, we have the Flash Wolves and AHQ Esports Club. And then, of course... The Gigabyte Marines Ooh, like have already name. locked in their spot to where world are they qualifiers. From? They're from like Vietnam. I don't. I don't even know where, where are they from. Yeah, they're like Philippines, some, maybe. They're like there's some weird little team that like has been putting up numbers. Now I know. I know some of their players like Optimus and them. They're they're uh, that came from China. Yeah, they're so. known players, but they come from a league that's like unknown. So yeah, yeah that should be you a team. right. Vietnam was it? Yeah. Oh, there you go, Vietnam. Thank you. I know all the esports. Yeah, okay. Perfect. V- Vietnam. It's pronounced I mean, this, Vietnam. This dude, this dude works in the industry. He knows it all. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. That's how we got uh, our tickets to uh, this past event was he just hooked us up, right? No, I bought him. Oh. Yeah. You lied to me. That was a pain in the ass, so I'm going to take, on, I'm gonna take uh, <laughs> credit for that one. They're previously known as the Boba Marines. They, look at it. How come you didn't know that, esport expert? Listen. He has Google helping out. <laughs> <laughs> He's off camera with his phone. Oh, I gotcha. No, exactly no he just looks at his hands for answers. Oh. <laughs> He's got them all written on his hands. So. Uh, he knows there all the answers. Got to study test. them somehow. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So yeah, Worlds is coming up. We just finished the North American Championship. It was a really good time. We want to congratulate the third place uh, matchup too. CLG just looked. They destroyed they look, Team Dignitas. It looks like they may have woke up. It looks like Counterlogic Gaming should be going into the gauntlet. And I think C9, which is uh, the highest rank in the gauntlet, they only have to win one game to win the gauntlet, which is yeah. the final. Um, CLG will have to win two. But, CL, but C9 should be worried because if you watch that game at the TD Gardens in Boston, it was... I, I'm a CLG fan, and I was happy they won, but I almost felt bad for Team Dignitas. Oh, yeah. I they was like, them. this wasn't even an enjoyable to watch because they were that good. Yeah. So so wrapping this up, over here in the NA region, we still have Gauntlet to go through. It is going down this weekend starting September 8th. It'll be at 3 p.m., and the starting round is, like like I've said in the past, it's basically like a tower you know, climb. So the two bottom teams have to basically win through every other team in order to make it to Worlds. The team that comes out of the gauntlet is... Do you is, have to fight Goro when you, you get to the you top? You do. Goro is like the, the final Shang boss. Sung. Yeah. Mm, mm. Good, good. <laughs> but the team that uh, comes through the gauntlet will be the third ticket to go to Worlds from NA. So on September 8th at 3, we have Team Dignitas fighting FlyQuest. The winner of that will go on September 9th at 3 to play Counter Logic Gaming. My birthday! And then the winners from that will go into the finals of the gauntlet September 10th at 3 p.m. as well, day after facing my off birthday. against Cloud9. <laughs> oh, that'd be a good day. that's going to be a good day. It'll be CLG versus C9. Yep. So good All luck right to everybody else still fighting for that last world spot over in the NALCS. Yeah. And uh, I'll definitely be watching. So, you know, anybody who wants to hop into Discord. Yeah. Then uh, How do you do that? You hit exclamation point Discord in the Twitch chat. Yeah, or you go to MotorCityGaming.com. Right on the homepage, you click that button, join the MCG Discord. It's free. People around the world talk about video games every day. Why not be part of it? Yeah. 
Um, the only other thing I'm going to say is had a great time in Boston. Super enjoyable. Um, I would say atmosphere and everything wise, it was really similar to Toronto when we went last year. So it's just awesome that esports is getting to the level of it's. It's basically the way I. It was better than Toronto because a we didn't have to drive there. B true. We had an apartment instead of a hotel. We did our first Airbnb, and we 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 rented. Yeah, we were ballers for the we weekend. We rented for sure. a badass apartment that was about two hundred feet from the stadium. Yeah. It was sweet. We had a really good setup for yeah. sure. So because of those, I'm still yeah. gonna pick Boston. Yeah, the event itself, though, uh, I call it basically the Super Bowl for nerds. I yeah. I get more hype for that than I do any sporting event. Um, any nowadays you know so i had a, a blast super excited to see my team win again even though i had to wear an immortal jersey you know still a little a little hurt by shout the fans, out to our, but, our fans uh, for but, uh, making our dreams come true quality I, fans i did it for the fans I did you, it for the fans. You did it because you did it because I I'm looked not, at you and I said, "I'm not Stop gonna being lie." A bitch. I was super <laughs> butthurt, but uh, you know, he he between the me being a bitch and you know crying around with your TSM jersey was. on, it was. I, was I needed super, that. I was super butthurt. I needed that on Sunday. Super butthurt, but um, other than that, the only thing that I would like to let everybody know this weekend is I had something happen to me that was. Myself and Grimlock, that was super unique and super awesome. Um, was it after, super, though? Stop using the word super. It was super. Yeah. Try, super just try awesome. it. It was, uh, it was a great extremely time. unique. I need a cattle prod every time he <laughs> using the same <laughs> word over and <laughs> But uh, we had just got done watching CLG just slaughter Dignitas. We uh, went across the street to the bar, grabbed a burger and something to eat. Shout out to the fours. Yep. Thank you. And we uh, ran into and had a quite lengthy conversation with Rick Fox, the owner of Echo Fox. Yep. So it, I just can't believe it. Like, I don't even have words. Like, it was probably super. the best part. It was super. Yeah, it was super. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of my weekend is after the event, like, had a great time at the event. But then afterwards, I sit down to have something to eat. Just going over the day, like, you know, just had this great time. And now I sit down and talk with the owner of an esports team and had a great conversation with him. You know, we were talking some League of Legends, talking some some PUBG. Yeah, H1Z1. Um, yeah. yeah, it was interesting because we went over there just to kind of introduce ourselves, say hi, uh, maybe ask him to, to sign a hat. Which which you did get, uh, yes, which did. you did get, and it it was actually them that turned the conversation around back to us once he, once they realized we were league fans, uh, and picked our brains on certain players if they were to become free agency, what we thought of brands, why we thought PUBG so popular, you know, versus H1Z1. They really wanted our input being gamers and uh, you know and podcast hosts. So it was uh, it was a great time. I I didn't expect necessarily for them to take the time out of their out of their dinner to to hold this conversation but the fact that they did we just we left felt feeling great and hopefully we uh gave them some some information that was helpful yeah but yeah it was it was an amazing time it it, it made Saturday, saturday was fun you know and the trip was amazing but this unexpected small moment was it was the gym you know it was really like it was that perfect moment that we just never thought it was yeah. going to happen you know to the point where, like, when we were done, and this is the funny part about it, when we were done, 
because the uh, hostess is the one who kind of like forced us to go over there. Like she didn't give us a, a, ch- a, ch- a <laughs> yeah. choice. She's like, we're like, yeah, well, we'll we might go over and talk to him. She's like, no, you will. I'm gonna okay. hold all of your takeout, <laughs> yeah. all of your takeout hostage up front until you oh, go yeah. talk to him. So you know, it gave us a good icebreaker to go over and say, hey, like, hey, she's holding our food up front until we talk to you. But um, afterwards, she had uh, mentioned it to everybody in the force. Like the owner of the fours yeah. and the hostess up front, and, and mind like, you, because they were all they knew that who Rick Fox was, right? But they right. they didn't understand that like his partner for Echo Fox is like you know um, COO or, or and I don't know the exact position he's in, but like they had four people at the table, so they didn't know who everybody was, and because of it, they're just this is the only reason we found out he was there, right? Is that we heard rumblings. Mm-hmm. And so we were the only one, like, she was all tough to us and kicked us in the ass to go over there, but we were the only ones that did it. So then, yeah, when we came back, they're like, yeah, give us a scoop. Give us a scoop. What's, What's going, going on? on? So, they, so the whole staff is, like, up front by the hostess table, like, what happened? What would you guys talk Locking about? Blocking the like- door. <laughs> Blocking the door. We couldn't leave. Yeah, but it was just an awesome moment. After walking out the door of the fours and that happening, there was just silence. Like, you and I didn't even... We were speechless. We walked back across the street to the hotel and then had our very... Uh, it's not a hotel. It was our home. Know, Remember? We yeah. called it home. A home. It was home. We had a very uh, we had a very high school girl moment in the elevator where it's like as soon as the door shut we were like yeah, jumping up and down and like oh my god we just talked to Rick Fox <laughs> there was no words spoken it was just all of a sudden we were both shaking each other and screaming what the fuck just happened <laughs> no it was it was really cool obviously we were excited because they did take some of our marketing for the Games Little podcast and um, you know Rick himself said he's gonna check out the podcast so if you're listening Rick thanks again for a great conversation it was uh, it was awesome we really appreciate it. And Jazzy really is fired. This is just temporary. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah, sorry. Yep. If you like Jazzy, then maybe uh, you know he's he's looking for a job. Maybe he needs to move to California and work with work Echo with Fox. Echo. Yeah, sounds good. Moving up in the world. I'll <laughs> I'll write him a letter of endorsement. <clears throat> it might not be a good letter, but it, I'll write uh, one. Can we, we at least but... let somebody proofread it before we send? It'll be it. like nope. hieroglyphics. We'll and let crayon. you proofread it. How's that sound? <laughs> oh, <laughs> just dude. go look at Jazzy's title for his last blog. It was good. It's going to come back looking like something Charlie from It's Always Sunny Rogers, a bunch of pictures and nonsense. And oh, you'll be man. like, Jazzy approved this? He sure did. Yeah, I appreciate it. It was a great time, though. <laughs> We're happy to be home, but man, was it uh, It was a fun, fun what, four days? Fun four days for sure. Yeah. But is that uh, is that everything? That's, that's all I have for the world of esports this week. All right. Well, we're going to slide right into PAX News, and uh, that's our primary news segment, so hit it. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. All right, so PAX West happened over the same weekend. We went to Boston, and we did send Sci-Fi AJ to Seattle, where he was getting the rundown for us, sending us lots of text messages, lots of pictures, all sorts of stuff going on at PAX West. He had a great time, and a ton of news came out of PAX West, more so than I'm used to seeing uh, out of some out of this convention. So pretty impressive. The first story was is very interesting. It's coming out of GameSpot, and uh, Nintendo has made a comment that Mario is no longer a plumber. Lies. He is a plumber. I am not lying. This is direct from Nintendo coming from the event. I don't <sighs> even know who he is anymore then. The iconic- and now's a great time to be, be a skills tradesman. I, I know. So we I, need, we I need them. I that they're looking for more tradespeople. I yeah. know. 
So this is a move by Nintendo that I can only sum up as we're trying to get, you know make this image of Mario cooler and plumber is not cool in their eyes. But the iconic Italian gaming character Mario is not, in fact, a plumber, at least not currently. And that is coming from the Nintendo profile page. It's a Jap- the Japanese website directly where Mario is no longer doing professional plumbing work. It goes on to say that an all-around... Somebody will check your pipes. An, you all- <laughs> an all-around sporty, whether it's tennis or baseball, soccer or car racing, Mario does everything cool. As a matter of fact, he also seems to have worked as a plumber a long time ago. Wait a minute. So what you're telling me is he's no longer a plumber, and he's now a cool, cool guy. Exactly. Get the fuck out of exactly. here. Exactly. So he's been unemployed for a while after losing his job as a plumber and started playing a bunch of random sports. He's kind of a freeloader. Yeah. I, th- I think the last time I saw him plumbing is when he was getting all them turtles out of those pipes in the first game. It's true. Yeah. That's so, the only thing I consider plumbing. Everything after that's been princess. I mean, okay, the dude has to make bank with all the athletic contracts he has. He plays tennis. He plays golf. He drives race cars, all professionally within the Magic Kingdom. Why would you ever be a plumber when you have such lucrative contracts out there? He's Think of all the coins he gets. Olympics. Yeah, absolutely. He competed yeah. against, uh, you know, Sonic and friends. Now Maybe it's a cover. He throws wild ass parties. <laughs> Now, he did. The last couple been kind of lame. Yeah, yeah he, he's fallen <laughs> off for sure. Mario creator Miyamoto previously referred to Mario as basically a carpenter. Jesus in, was a carpenter. In 1981, Donkey in 1981's Donkey Kong, in 1983's Super Mario Bros, a lot of action took place underground and among pipes. So we decided he could be a plumber. Miyamoto said. So the creator of Mario. Said he was a carpenter, but also a plumber. But Nintendo's coming out and saying, no, 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 no. He pl- he was a plumber before his success. Now he's just cool. He does everything. <laughs> so, like, we can joke about it all we want. We can joke about it all we want in the, in the fantasy land that is Mario. But my problem, I, the reason I brought this article to the show today is that I just don't like Nintendo doing this. Like, like you're trying to take your character and make him more hip is what I feel. And I think by actually change, like trying to alter his, like, his history, it's like you kind of, like, you take away from Mario. Like, we all look at Mario as a plumber, and we all play Mario until the day I die, I'll play Mario. So, like, who cares if he's a plumber or not? What are you, what, by sitting there saying this, what are you gaining? What are you actually trying to change in the image of Mario? I'm just saying he hasn't shown up to work in a long time. They had to make it clear that he doesn't do that anymore. I don't I don't get it. It bugs me. This bugs me a lot. I, I was very bothered by this article. I'm very bothered that Nintendo feels like they needed to even make this statement. What's really concerning is if you guys listen, and that's going to sound just immediately like a plug, but to the last episode of Legend of Retro, we played the Mario Brothers theme song from the uh, Super Show, and they're the Mario Brothers, and plumbing's their game. It's they're true. not like the others that get all the fame. If your sink is in trouble, you can call them on the double. Mm-hmm. Hanging with the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, now, what, am I just supposed to believe that song's not real? You can't you can't unhear it. Everything I guess I guess they're they're pulling they're pulling a Disney slash uh, Lucas Lucas uh, films here. Oh, the two backs have always been there. Ba- yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, nothing's canon anymore. It's all bullshit. And <laughs> you know, we're that making just, new canon. Just means that uh, the Legend of Retro guys have to make a new song. Like my name is Mario Mario, and I'm a cool guy. 
No, look, if bad. we're gonna if we're gonna retcon him <laughs> being a plumber, we're definitely retconning his name is Mario Mario. <laughs> 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 have you guys ever so mario and luigi uh let's just uh, track back and you know like oh they were plumbers but what do you think wario and waluigi did for money uh clogged the oh, that's what i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> they, just take nasty dumps <laughs> yeah i um i i think that is definitely a good option either that or they hooked on the corner waluigi definitely hooked on the corner yeah yeah um so, I, yeah. It's interesting you say hooked like past tense. <laughs> I saw him when I pulled in. Oh, he's oh. still out there. Oh, yeah. still well, out he's there. working for me now, so yeah. <laughs> he's been out there a long time. Yeah. Waluigi, I'm gonna get paid. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what their move is. I know you got Super Mario Odyssey coming up here soon, and obviously there's it's more. It's it's a different type game. Super Mario Galaxy. Like there's there hasn't been a lot of plumbing related stuff but right he's still a plumber he will be a plumber forever like i don't get why you even bother it'd be like uh sonic's actually not a hedgehog he's a cool blue hedgehog it's cool, it's a cool it blue hog like, it, <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's just a hog right it's like what what like i i i don't like this i don't like this like nintendo your image is fine your character is the is the most iconic video game character in the world just leave it alone and stop touching things it's like you know it's like that kid that the stove's on and, and he sees it's red and he wants to touch it and, then, and mom's like don't touch it you're gonna burn yourself and you know just smack just like boom I only know it's because I did that when I was a kid. I only it wasn't know it, good. I only know it because I went to pull myself up on the grill as a child <laughs> to see what my dad was God. doing and just torched both of my hands. Oh, I only torched one, thank God. All right. Yep, two hands on the grill. Whew. If he's not been a plumber for however long, why is he still wearing the bib overalls? Style. It's, it's a style. I, mean, I don't I think guess. it's. A, I don't think it's an My neighbor style. was wearing bib overalls yesterday, and I was uncomfortable. So I mean, Mario, I was like, okay, he's at work. But like casually, it just doesn't. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know anything about fashion. Yeah, maybe but. you wear overalls when you golf and you race car. Well, and you bowl and I'm you. Just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you met some old timer that no, plumbed for thirty years, I don't know if plumbed is a word. Uh, I'll if go you with it. Years, I'll allow it. In his retirement, he still might rep. Rec, he still might rep the bibs. Still might do it. It's what he has. What he wears. What I he suppose. likes. Suppose my grandpa used to always wear bib overalls, and he just ran a trading post. Well. Once a trading post runner, always a, always a trading Which post Which sold runner. plumbing goods, maybe. <sighs> hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, let us know what you think about Mario's new uh, new focus here from Nintendo uh, on the Discord. I, I just I think it's uh, I think it's hot garbage. I don't like Nintendo messing with their with the history of Mario. But um, next next story we have is that player unknown. <laughs> like I said. I think we're going to have a news article for Player Unknown Battlegrounds every week. It's hit 10 million copies sold now, up from 8 million. It has now hit 10 million copies. This game is on its way to be the new, you know, behemoth of a game. Interesting enough, though, we talked about this game, right, to uh, to Rick Fox. And mm-hmm. we, talk, we talked about it to, for, for a few minutes. Um, you know, and he asked us a question. He goes, so what makes player unknown battlegrounds better than h1z1 than h1z1 or what makes it a good game why is it why is it good and i kind of i at one point realized that i was honest i was like it's not necessarily better it's it's that the creator listens to the community the, and because of it it's better in the sense that 
it seems to be more react reaction to the community as far as what we want to see. It seems like the gameplay itself is there's nothing crazy different. If anything, right. it's just more simplistic. There's less to do, right? And I don't know. I I kind of was. I said that, and and his reaction was interesting because I think he you know, um, well, he goes, "How did you find PUBG?" I was like, "Well, we have a streamer." You know, our, our head streamer, Cable2KX, and he told us about it. He goes, and how did he find it? And well, he watches the streamer, and that streamer was streaming it. And he goes, okay. And where do you think, what do you think made that streamer stream that game? And I was like, I have no idea. And the answer was simple. Money. That's why it's better. Yeah. And, and you know, Or more popular, I should say. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the assumption was put out there that some of these top tier streamers are somewhat controlled in the market by money. And I mean, let's be honest, I could see that. I could see that very well being a possibility. There's a lot of articles about it out there. And, but the only reason in the end why even the money and why even the, the option came around was because H1Z1 was not paying attention to the community, was not taking care of fixing its bugs. It wasn't doing the things that people thought they should be doing. And because of it, you had someone leave that group in Brendan Green, go make their own game, and then start building a community that they did listen to. So, I mean, there's still aspects that cause this whole transition. It's just interesting is that once some of the success started, you started to see all of these big names come over, and you never really thought about the fact of how that happened, why mm -hmm. that transition happened, and who was behind it, right? So, interesting thoughts, but congrats to them. 10 million copies sold still in beta <laughs> still i feel like this still, game is never coming out still pc I feel only like, i feel like every week we're gonna be like they sold 10 million copies breaking a new record and the game went back into pre-alpha yeah it's like the game's <laughs> getting delayed in it's it's actual launch but yet they're selling more <laughs> copies yeah, uh, just like you know, previous last week we did talk about the fact that they uh, overtook all as the number one spot on Steam for the for the highest most active game on Steam with yeah. concurrent players. Um, now they have ten million copies. It's on its way to Xbox. We could see this number double. What's the over under that they release the actual game, not beta, on the Xbox One X before PC? No, no. No way. No? You no. don't think so? Mm-mm. And it's coasting that way. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I think because they already announced it's coming to the early access on the Xbox. So they're going to get it out to early access like they did Ark, and then it can sit there as long as it wants because yeah. people, because guess what? They're still having people, people are buying it from there, so they're still making money there too. Right. And then that physical copy or the official version of it, like it'll hit. And, yeah, they're waiting two years, I mean, and then they're going to be like, now you could buy the real game. The crazy Everybody thing, buy a new copy. The crazy thing about it is that you have 10 million copies before this game has a, phys, a, a, a technical official release, and the... We could very well see the numbers triple, you know, double or triple just from an official release. So you could go to a 30 million copy game in record time, record time. And you're not Bungie. You're not EA. You're not Infinity Ward. You're not like you're just yeah. some. How, how long does it take until Call of Duty throws a mode like this into their game to try and copy the success? Oh, man. 
I uh, I mean, we're already seeing obviously clones. Like this is that next. Do- this is the next Doom, right? Is that we're seeing a lot of these battle royale clones hit. So yeah, I think it's you're definitely going to see this started to pop up. And I and Call of Duty and Battlefield and um, all those all those other army games. Like it'd be dumb not to try to generate some form of your own. You know, battle royal version. Just making sure you don't get sued from doing it. Just make it your own, actually. I don't know, but ten million. Congrats! It just keeps going. I don't. I don't know. I feel like we're keep gonna on, ha- keep it I on. feel like we're gonna have a, a story about this every week, but we'll, we'll keep it rolling. Now, next story: Resident Evil Seven uh, DLC announced, along with the Gold Edition. Uh, so. The long-awaited DLC will be released for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC on December 12th this year. This has been the delayed Not a Hero DLC, which has players assume the role of BSAA soldier Chris Redfield, and it will be available for download for free on December 12th, regardless of which copy of Resident Evil 7 players own. This is a good move for Capcom. A, you have Resident Evil 7, which has done really well for you. It's really brought people back to the to the IP, feeling like you're, you know, you're, you're on the right track again. And now, um, you know, you had the delay, so now you're just going to give this this DLC out to anyone that owns Resident Evil Seven. It's a good move, very good move. Um, yeah, I that, that's about it. I'm I'm excited for it. I've enjoyed this game both in VR and in regular form. And the DLC is gonna gonna add a a well known character that we're gonna be able to see what part how how he plays into uh, into this story. And don't worry, Deadite. I know you are super worried about this, but in the Gold Edition, they couldn't sell any of the actual collector's editions with yeah, the, yeah. with that you know creepy ass house as the yeah, statue. Yeah, the house. Yep. So what they did is they spray painted all those houses gold, and now you get a gold house if you buy it. Ooh, clever, Capcom, clever. No, you don't actually get that. But oh man, yeah, this is what Jazzy does to his Funko Pops. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um. Next topic: Marvel Avengers project from Square Enix will be an online third person action adventure. This uh, new It's not a ton of news about the game, but this particular topic makes me very excited because we've been enjoying games like Marvel Omega, which is kind of that dungeon crawler, um, you know, online fun gauntlet style game. But Crystal Dynamics upcoming Avengers game will feature social shared online play and will at least in combat sections resemble a third person cover based action adventure game. That's really all they came out with, but I thought it was worth mentioning real quick because uh, we we got that uh, teaser back in January uh, showing this you know multi year multi game partnership with Square Enix and that an Avengers game was being um, was one of the first projects they were going to work on. Um, you know we don't have any gameplay. We have a, uh, a teaser trailer that you're going to be able to check out right on the website and uh, right where you download the podcast. So you'll be able to see all of these trailers and all the all these topics that we're talking about today right from MotorCityGaming.com. But um, this is the style of game I like. I like third person. I like being able to see my characters, and you know, with, especially with Marvel, with these iconic characters. And then adding this online play just kind of gives me that sense of like, oh, cool, is this going to be something, you know, maybe not a true MMO, but is it going to be something like what I wanted DC Universe to be? You know, but with Marvel, which I prefer. 
What do you think? I just don't want him to to mess it up. Like, I have <laughs> I have high hopes for this game because I love Marvel and it being in third person and online. I think that's a really cool concept. I just like can't help but think like, oh, could this turn out to be like the division of Marvel games? Where well, it's thank like God I want it's really not made hard. by Ubisoft, <laughs> right? so Where I don't I like, get to worry about that. Man, am I going to go hard on this game for like a week and then be like, man, this has got really dumb really quick? <laughs> so, well, you do wonder. I mean, you do wonder with with a licensed IP like that, like how how much depth can it have? But Square Enix and especially Crystal Dynamics, the creator of to- the the reboot of Tomb Raider and many other games, um, you know. I think if you're going to put it in the hands of someone that can create a, a good story, a, you know, a long adventure, they, they've proven it in their last, especially in the last couple uh, Laura Croft adventures. So, <clears throat> anything over from the the Marvel fan uh, Xander over there? Are you excited for this? If it has Beta Ray Bill, I'm in. All right, there we go. Beta. I feel the same way about Moon Knight. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Hopefully Marvel's listening and Square Enix is listening. Yeah, Square Enix, hey, uh, Marvel Heroes Omega has Moon Knight in it, still doesn't play it, just let you know. That's true. It's got a point. I got nothing about that. I mean, (laughs) next story. (laughs) Didn't get around to it. Next story, Ark Survival Evolved reveals a new expansion. Um, It'll arrive in October. Uh, the, the Ark Survival Evolved only came out of early access and onto the full release just over a week ago. So it's, it's a relatively new. Um, people are playing it. I think a lot of the reviews are sitting around 7 or 8 out of 10. People enjoying this, this, uh, this new game. Well, I shouldn't call it new. It's been on Steam forever. But now it's out on, on console and, and Steam. A lot of fun. Dinosaurs, riding them, building societies, having fun, being able to raid other people's cities. It, it looks really cool. Uh, and this new expansion is going to be coming out, uh, as reported over on Video Gamer uh, Aberration, which is the expansion uh, for the action adventure survival game. Features a darkened arc um, image. The arc image looks, I don't know, electrified almost, which has lost its uh, internal atmosphere. In an underground setting, the new content will see players battling radioactive sunlight and a new enemy in the form of Nameless, a violent creature that appears to shy away from the light. I'm super intrigued with this game. I'm very intrigued with the game and these these new this 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 new uh, expansion already is um, gotten me even more trending towards giving it a try. Um, they're also adding 50 extra craftable. Uh, craft items ranging from hazmat suits to rail guns for players who are looking for additional value from other expansions uh, to the recently launched game. So yeah. Um, I've had tons of people tell me like back whenever it came out on Steam a long time ago that I should give this game a shot. And I was like, I think I will. And I kind of put it on the backlog for myself. And then I think it just becomes difficult for me. Like anytime I turn my computer on, I like just want to click the league button. So a lot of yeah. these Steam games kind of get that extra. But now push you can play it on your PS4 Pro. And now I can play it on my PS4 Pro exactly. So, so now you don't it's going to be excuse. more likely for me to pick this game up and try it for sure. Yeah. And I like the concept of the whole like playing in the dark and utilizing the light to help you fight this creature. Like, yeah, the no, concepts are really cool to me. Yeah, it seems cool. Reminds me of, like, a pitch black type of thing. All right, next topic. 90% of Gearbox is working on a game. Colonial Marines 2. 
Yes! Yes, bring on more alien colonial marines! Just kidding, it's probably... It's the goal! (laughs) It's Gearbox's second best game after Battleborn. It's probably Borderlands 3. Oh, okay. No, this is uh, this is cool. No, this is <laughs> yeah. Speaking at a PAX West panel, uh, Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford explained that ninety percent of Gearbox development team is working on a thing. This is a quote: "Working on a thing. I think most of you guys want us to be working on Battleborn Two. Battleborn Duh. Two. Duh. <laughs> Battleborn. Coming to the Switch. Battleborn Two. On the Switch. The okay. Switch okay. exclusive. Serious question: Would you guys play <laughs> Battleborn if they ported it to the Switch? If it was free to play. I wouldn't pay 50 bucks for it. Yeah, that's right. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I don't, wait, did you guys see my Instagram post? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was they amazing. Have, have Battleborn at five below. <laughs> the dollar store, I think, is five dollars or less. They had it on Xbox One and PS4. I was oh, like, oh, man. no, Battleborn. That is that is brutal. Battleborn, you're at the dollar store. <laughs> so, <laughs> what a value. It seems pretty. <laughs> what do you feel about those David Buster points at that? At yeah. That yeah. Uh, wasted. Uh, <laughs> you could have had Doom. <clears throat> it seems pretty clear that a new battle, uh, Borderlands game is um, not le- not least because Pitchford has previously shown off a tech test of the engine that will power the next game in the shoot and loot series. So the uh, which we did we did see them at, the, at see that at one of the uh, developer conferences. So clearly they're working on something. Everyone believes it's Borderlands Three or what or whatever they end up calling it. Um, other than that, we don't know anything. So it was just an interesting uh, interesting quote that happened at a panel in PAX West. The other ten percent of the studio would seemingly be working on Gearbox's new one v one shooter, currently known only as Project One v One. So. Uh, that kind of worries me a little bit. Yeah. Don't you think, like, hey, we're only going to put 10% of the staff towards this well, Project a, I 1v1 think, yeah, that's I think supposed already, to be, like, the next big PvP yeah, they've, thing. Yeah, they've also come out, though, and said that it's, uh, I don't think it's going to be free to play. You know, like, how much resources can you put towards something that maybe is not... Yeah. So no. it's a, so it's a good marketing scheme by them. Like, yeah. this is the next big thing in PvP. Yeah, and they do have an unannounced uh, VR game in, in production as well, which they, they didn't uh, talk about at all, so... But yeah, um, you know, anything Borderlands we w- Borderlands news wise, we we thought we were going to hear more about this game, uh, you know, back in E3, and we didn't. So at least at least we got this coming out of the CEO. And don't worry for those of you that can't wait for Borderlands Three, Borderlands themed character skins were revealed at PAX for Battleborn. No! <laughs> make the horns louder. They need to be louder. I'm so excited, Battle. Born, I'm getting back into it. That's right. So, um, <laughs> Battleborn will soon feature Borderlands themed skins. The character skins feature fi- familiar faces like Siren and Claptrap were revealed during the Inside Gearbox panel at this year's Seattle based convention. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. I, I does anyone play this game anymore? Like, like I said, the last time I checked, which was a long time ago, there were like 250 active users on Steam at any given time. I was like, oh god, it's so dead. Yeah, but now it's at five below, so you could get a whole slew of more no active See, users. No, there's probably more people <laughs> playing like rigged together Halo 1 servers on an original Xbox and there are people currently playing Battleborn 100%. on any platform. So Battle- Battleborn players will have the access to the Borderlands skin sometime later this year. Those who attend the panel at PAX West were given a code 
to unlock the bundle of upcoming character skins. That means they want you to pay for these skins if you weren't at PAX. Like, like I don't know, like, who... If 90% of you are working on Borderlands 3 and 10% of you are working on Project 1v1, who in God's name is wasting their time making skins for Battleborn? Interns. It's got to be. It's. I hoped. I hope so. Listen here, Gearbox. <laughs> you could give me these skins for free and then pay me the money to play your game, and I still wouldn't do it. I'd take the money. Um, <laughs> but real talk, they're like, hey, intern, look, you can make Borderlands skins for Battleborn. You couldn't ruin it because no one cares. It's probably one of those 200 people that's like a super fan of Gearbox. And then it's like fan art that they sent into Gearbox. And they're like, man, we're going to make these skins in Battleborn. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Battleborn fans, there you go. You got something to look forward to. Next up, Square Enix could stop Final, Fantasy's mod- Final Fantasy modding if there are too many adult mods. Porno mods. Final yeah, Fantasy. Let's see that. <laughs> Knocked his dawn. Final Fantasy 15 <laughs> is going to have mod support on PC, but its director is weary that mods might get too porny. Unlike the first female character you run into in the game, who's like completely <laughs> normal. <laughs> I mean, that's every gas station attendant in the right? desert. Come on, I mean, I didn't have you ever play... been to the desert gas station? I haven't played a lot of Final <laughs> Fantasy 15, but that. When I got to that point, I was embarrassed that my wife walked in the room and she's like, what are you playing? I was like, it's Japanese. I don't know what to tell you. I I wish she was wearing more clothes. I don't know what to tell you. I, wish, yeah. I like how he's like, I wish yeah. she was wearing more clothes. I like, awkward, that, I, like, I like that this is a concern for them. But realistically, let's be honest, like because of the past and and the the just nakedness of all of your characters and the sexuality that you build into these these worlds like you kind of asked for it you know like in a way like overwatch didn't really ask for it but it still happened so guess what it's gonna happen to you yeah like if you're gonna threaten people it's not now that you've made this statement it's definitely gonna happen now People oh, want to yeah. see what's going to happen if they do it. So, um, speaking to PC Gamer at PAX West, Hajime Tabata gave his rational uh, behind including mod support. And that is traditionally Final Fantasy has a bit of an image that everyone has the exact same experience and shares that experience with everyone that plays the game. With Final Fantasy XV, we went in a slightly different direction. Right from the start, the way the whole game is structured and created gives each individual player their own individual and unique Final Fantasy XV journey. I certainly think that the modding community is going to resonate with that, and the idea that you can change it any way they want is exciting. However, he doesn't want to restrict modders in any way. Nudity and other adult content is a concern, and while the final say is in the hands of the CEO of Square Enix... If things are taken a little too far, modding might be affected or stopped entirely. So if there's anything we can say, it's tried to be as controlled as possible. You have just started a forest fire. This is what yeah. you just did. You have just opened the floodgates. Good luck. I, I don't know what to tell you. Good luck. And you want to know what? Nudity modding in your game is going to be 170% better than the fucking VR fishing game you're putting out. <laughs> Always back to the fishing game. You are really excited for that. Yeah, I'm so upset it's about that. Only, fishing it's game. the only reason why you're holding on. I would to, rather have a VR like prompto experience where I could take pictures of people's mods in this game. It's the only reason why you're holding on to your VR is you can't wait to get that game. 
I can't wait. You just can't. Fucking tear it a new asshole. You are so excited. All right. Next up, American McGee working on a proposal for Alice 3. Um, I don't know if you remember the originals, but Alice uh, was was first released uh, 2000, and then and was PC based primarily, I think at first. But uh, if I, and then the sequel, Madness Ret- uh, Returns, was released in 2011, which found a version to the PS3 and the Xbox 360 as well as the PC. And it is the murderous, you know, Alice in Wonderland yeah. the world. It's very cool. I, the art style is cool. The concepts really unique and the interesting point why this article exists is that that they're working on the proposal for Alice 3 uh, and they're going to submit it to EA uh, and they've got the artwork uh, design outline business model and, and uh, it would it would be called Alice Asylum as the proposal uh, it was only two months ago that American McGee uh, asked fans to stop asking about a possible Alice sequel or remaster he is now hopeful for a new idea, but admits that he can't promise the pitch will result in a new game, but we might as well try, right? So two months ago... Yeah, he's like, quit talking like, about no, it. No, we're not doing like it. No, it's not happening. It's not happening. And now all of a sudden we have a proposal. So um, I really liked this game. I played I played both of them. It was uh, It's very dark, It's it, but in, in a fantasy world that you're so used to being that kid's, you know, kitty fairy tale. So... It was uh, very, very unique, and I'd love to see the IP brought back to life. So I, I hope EA, uh, I hope EA does it. Uh, they go on asking fans to sign up to a mailing list and contact EA in order to show support for the new project. Um, there was a recent successful Kickstarter campaign to bring a fairy tale card game and book called "Out of the Woods to Life." So that was their, that was uh, his re- recent creation, and now they're looking for fan base to. Uh, sign up on the website for Alice 3 um, and contact EA in any way that you can to try to push this uh, proposal forward more. So we'll see. Do you feel like he... I feel like all higher up, like, corporate level people do this, where it's kind of like, no, that's a bad... You, that's a bad... You want to you make... You want to take coins away? And you want paper money, just full paper money, no more coins. That's a horrible idea. I hate it. Then, like, they wait six or eight months, and then they're like, we just came up with a great idea. We're taking away all coins, and everything's going to be paper money. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, realistically, like, this person's not corporate level. This is the creator. The creator, you know? right. And but I, feel I, think, like- I think the problem is that maybe they were working on something, and people started to kind of, like, heat up about it, and almost this might have been used as a, like, hey, like, forget about it. It's just not going to happen because they weren't ready to reveal, and they didn't want to accidentally... Give, ruin the surprise. Yeah, they, you know they were trying yeah. to keep things secret, and you know that that was that's more the way I'm going to look at this. But um, either way, I, I hope this game gets made. I, I will. I definitely want to support it. So, uh, next topic: Sonic Force. Uh, Sonic Forces gets a release date of November seventh, coming out of PAX West. Certainly gets a Sonic ring for that. Dead Rising Four has been announced for the PS4, coming out December fifth. These are all just release dates that we did well first of all dead rising 4 xbox exclusive didn't know it was you know we weren't aware we we assumed it eventually would make its way over to uh sony but uh at pax west dead rising 4 ps4 december 5th this year so if you didn't get a chance to play that because you aren't playing on the xbox platform it'll be here 
not that long. So, and and from what I heard, it's uh, it's a great game. So now we can get Xander involved here because this next topic is close to his heart for sure. Prove it. Okay, I'm just gonna say two words: Shovel Knight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shovel Knight, king of cards. I'm embarrassed. I'm the only person in the room that hasn't played Shovel Knight. What? You're fired. He can do your job. <laughs> he can do your job. He does it for other shows. Shovel Knight, king of cards, confirmed for 2018. So, uh, during the Nindies, mm-hmm. which was Nintendo's uh, summer showcase for indie games, Yacht, uh, Yacht Club revealed Shovel Knight, king of cards, the final campaign for Shovel Knight. King of Cards will arrive in early 2018 and feature four new worlds and 30 new courses, according to the presentation. King of Cards is a prequel that will tell the story of how King Knight ascended to the throne. It will also feature a new mode with card battles. What do you think of this? I mean, I'm pretty excited. Sounds, I, I sounds hope they, they do more music stuff like they did with Spectre Knight, how all the, sound, the, the songs were like slightly changed. Yeah. Because that soundtrack is just incredible, and then to to get even more like different opinions on the uh, on how it how the themes go was probably one of my favorite parts about Specter Knight. Yeah, but and if the, if the card thing is anything like what we've seen in like Final Fantasy games, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, so um, we did get some demo, uh, not a full version, but some early levels uh, at PAX West. So people were playing it. We got some feedback from it that it feels. Great. First of all, it feels great, you know. Um, but just like how they've changed the mechanics from each DLC, they did it again. And this, they're saying that uh, King Knight feels a lot like Shovel Knight in the sense that his what they're calling King Shoulder, which is his mechanic or shoulder charge, basically, mm-hmm. it's something where the um, Specter Knight and Plague Knight were more of a an up mechanic. Yeah. You know, this is more of a horizontal. It's a it's a horizontal and it's a shot down, oh, nice. similar to the shovel of Shovel Knight. So or vertical, I guess it would be if it's up and down. Yeah, ver- vertical, exactly. So, um, so that that's what that was the the feedback is that it feels great, it feels unique, and it it makes it feels closest to Shovel Knight cool. uh, out of the characters. And yeah, that that's uh, it's exciting. This is the closeout. This is them wrapping up Shovel Knight. The Yacht Club games will be moving on to a different project after this. Shovel Knight Two. Let's hope. I, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, but they also um, showed off some amiibo. Amiibos. A three. I thought I was done buying amiibo, and then this <laughs> <laughs> three pack of amiibos featuring King Knight, Plague Knight, and Specter Knight. So that. Um, at least it's, it's it's in one contained thing, and I don't have to look for them individually. Right? Yeah, you just buy it once, and you're like, okay, cool. No one has to know about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so that's really cool. It, it looks it looks neat. You can watch the trailer right on our website, right on the podcast here download page. So I'm pumped for the card game. I feel like every looks card cool. game that's in a video game, I just get crazy hooked to. So like all the Final Fantasy ones that Xander was talking about, to Gwent and The Witcher Three, like. I played hours of Gwent and just forgot about the game at one point. So what if it turns into an actual physical card game, though? Then you and I will be better friends because mm-hmm. I'll be coming over to your house playing it all the it's time. True. Yeah. And just for our Switch fans, um, back when the Switch launched in March, Shovel Knight was rebranded into Shovel Knight Treasure Trove, which includes the original campaign, uh, now called Shovel of Hope, as well as Plague of Shadows, Specter of Torment, and now King of Cards. Mm-hmm. So... 
Um, can you confirm that if you bought Treasure Trove, yep. you're getting this? Yep. If you bought Treasure Trove, you it was a, it was essentially like you bought the original Shovel Knight back in the day. Like if you paid for the original Shovel Knight, you've gotten every one of these DLC packs for free. Okay, that's yeah, that that's what I thought. But um, so yeah, first year Switch fans get uh, get hype, get mm-hmm. pumped. I will eventually get it. Yeah. One other bit of Shovel Knight news that came out of PAX West. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we know we had our man Sci-Fi AJ out in the field checking out things for us. Yes. Uh, he picked up a copy of the vinyl soundtrack for me. Perfect. Ooh. Yes. Uh, and it just so happens my wife is in Lansing tonight, and they're going to meet up. And, oh, uh, perfect. I'm going to lose my wife to Sci-Fi AJ because he's such a cool dude, <laughs> but hopefully I get the soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs> then then I guess at least you know it's not a complete loss. It's a right. win-win. Yep. Wait, I was trying. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be a little nice, but you know. Yeah. Look, if I'm going to lose my wife to anybody. At least it's going to be sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. I love that dude. He's a good dude. <laughs> There's a lot of corresponding between the, he and I over this weekend because he went to uh, some of the Street Fighter tournaments and whatnot that were. Uh, yeah, I look were like over there, and he's been like blowing my phone up, like, "Hey, let me ask you this question." I'm like, "I'm happy to answer all of these questions." He's <laughs> such a good dude, man. I really yeah. like sci-fi. AJ. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Uh, all right, so great news, uh, and it keeps coming from PAX West. We find out that PS1-inspired Crystal DualShock 4 controllers are coming to the PS4 this October. So if you ever had that crystal clear, crystal blue PS1 controller, which I love, you're going to be able to pick up your DualShock 4 in blue, clear, red, and it look, they, look, they look awesome. I, I want one. I, I got I to get one. I had one in the PS1, and they, they're fantastic. They just look great. So. What about the emerald green? Do they have that one? That's the one I need. That's and they the don't one I it. had. Yeah. That's the one I yeah. have. Um, right now, it looks like they're starting with the three colors that I Red, just, white, and blue, baby. Um, I just rambled off. So. And I will say this. If you guys caught it in this picture, looks like there's some Destiny 2 exclusive ones in the back there. No, those aren't crystal. This picture is confusing because they're showing off more controllers. Oh. That's that is a Destiny Two controller, but it's solid. Not the crystal one. Yeah, it's solid. Dang. And then the one behind that, uh, again, you, you, we'll use this image on our download page so you can yeah. reference to it. Is the new soccer uh, um, blue controller that they're producing? I think is European exclusive, but it looks really cool. But anyways, uh, there are some restrictions. The UK will not be getting the red or blue options, and we'll have to settle for classic crystal color. Um, players in Russia aren't getting the translucent colors at all. But um, from the sounds of it, uh, North America regions are getting all three colors. So, And they're set to release October 17th. So there you go. If you're looking for a new DualShock, maybe wait a little bit longer. With that, I got a little more Sony news, and that is that they have announced a uh, press conference before the Tokyo Game Show. So uh, they've done this in the past, and basically prior to the start of the Tokyo Game Show, they are going to... Um, have a have a conference on September 19th. And according to the announcement on Japanese PlayStation blog, the briefing will begin on September 19th at 4 p.m., which translates for us to 3 a.m., I think. So we're going to be reading about this when we wake up. But for those unable to attend the conference, they will uh, they'll have a pre-recorded event, so you'll be able to watch it. The um, Tokyo Game Show 2017, it kicks off with two business days from September 22nd to the 23rd and will be followed by two days for the general public, September 23rd and 24th. Sony's pre-conference last year featured, featured several surprises like announcing a special edition of Final Fantasy XV PS4, the release date for Neo, 
and uh, and and some other indie game announcement dates uh, released too. So we could be getting some, uh, you know, some decent information from them about potential exclusive systems or Vita Two. What the hell's under the red, the red fucking yeah drape or whatever silk drape. We still don't know, do we? I don't think we know. I, don't think we I know. haven't heard anything. I think it's just a giant sign that says Sony. Let it be PlayStation Switch. PlayStation name change. I mean PlayStation Switch. That's what I actually I meant. Handheld. Homeboy. Handheld. Handheld Sony. Do it. Bring it back. We're ready. <laughs> the Switch has shown us the way. All right. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be paying attention to that on September 19th and bring you more details then. And then I want to finish, wrap up the news with uh, Destiny 2, which is coming out today. Tonight, uh, basically, when right now. See ya. I'm leaving here to go get it. Yeah, but I, not for me, for Chops. Yeah, I'm uh, leaving here to go get it as well for me. And uh, yeah, copy. I don't know, ma'am. I'm real, real unsure about this one. I'm real unsure, but it cost me three dollars and twenty eight cents. Hey, all right. So I'm on that board where it's not going to hurt me that bad. I'll just move back on over to League or something. I, we'll, I got we'll plenty see of if, options. Uh, if the level playing field of two helps me get into this one a little bit more than the last one. Yeah. Because coming in a year and a half late was rough. not I could, a great time. Yeah. We, we got a few people to do it, but uh, it's never easy to jump into a game that late. I, I 100% agree with you. So, um, But we want the news around Destiny. Obviously, everyone knows it's coming out, but uh, we, we did find out that the first raid arrives a week after the release. Nice. So this is a big difference than Destiny 1 where they, need, they needed to do this. We didn't get our first raid for a long time. But yeah, so you're we're getting the first raid um a week after the September 6th release date of Destiny 2. Uh it, this news comes from Eurogamer who say that the trials will launch a couple of days after that. So Trials of Osiris or I'm assuming they're going to keep calling it that, but Trials will launch uh September 15th. Uh, and all the game's nightfall activities will be available on release day. So all that's been, I don't know if I want to call it confirmed, but it's been stated by Eurogamer, which is a pretty credible source. So um, Bungie is keeping the details of the first raid under wraps. However, we do know its name um, due to a list of trophies that got leaked out. So it is going to be called the... Leviathan. Leviathan! Yep. So, um, there was rumors Why about... Why are you so excited about that name? I don't know. I just think it's cool. Okay. Yeah. The so wasn't sure if it was something special in the game. There is some there is some connection to this uh, oh, okay. in the yeah. old Grimoire cards. Oh, uh, that's why I don't know. The, yeah, <laughs> that's why no one knows. <laughs> if you don't read them, then you don't know. But um, so first of all, let me let me according to the trophy list, uh, Destiny Two includes a gold trophy called Belly of the Beast, which can be acquired by completing the Leviathan raid. Is what it stated. So there you have it, right? Um, but it, if you read the Grimoire cards that mention Leviathan, suggesting it's an ally of the Traveler. So this looks like some like there's an image from the Gwimmar card that almost looks like this giant. It does look organic. It almost looks like it's eating a planet. I can't. I, it looks like a giant space slug eating a planet, and um, looks like an anglerfish. Yeah. It, it kind of does. Yeah, it suggested that it's an ally of the Traveler. Considering Destiny Two will focus more on light rather than the darkness, there's reason to believe that this entity could potentially serve an important role in the game. So maybe it's, you know, you're going to it to try to have it help you recover the Traveler. I don't know. But um, it is some cool information. And uh, the fact that we're getting it one week after launch is good news. 
I'm very excited. Now the thing is, is you know, we won't, I I personally think that our group won't be ready by the time oh, it comes no, out. No, so no. you know, not to get too excited. Uh, don't rush the game. Is basically what I'm saying. Enjoy this game. Don't burn so that you can raid. Just understand the raid will be there. You know, unless you really want to be, if you if you're one of those groups that are trying to be first in the world to complete the raid, then yeah, I guess you're gonna have to go crazy. But I plan on trying to enjoy this game and getting some value out of it and making it last. So. I think they made they made it much easier to do too. In the last game, it was kind of like, "Hey, go through these missions," and then you get the Gwimwar cards, and you got to go read the storyline. Where they're putting a lot of that into the game, so it's going to be a lot easier to follow what's going on and want to like listen to everybody talk to you and stuff like that because you're going to get that storyline right in destiny too yeah i mean the way it's releasing tells you that this story is this stuff is definitely intertwined better hopefully but we you know only time will tell uh we'll tell you yeah we're gonna get some we're definitely get some destiny going tonight so uh my last topic is still bungie related and it it is something i think everyone if you have if you have the ability to do this should go do and as bungie is working with charity foundation for hurricane relief hurricane harvey relief um all proceeds go directly to to the charity bungie is teaming up with charity foundation direct relief to help victims of hurricane uh harvey as detailed in Bungie's post, the company is encouraging Destiny fans to help those in need by purchasing a commen- oh my god commemorative thank you pin via the Bungie store. So you head on over to the Bungie store, and you'll be able to pick up this digital pin, which you purchase when you purchase it. It will include an emblem that you can use in Destiny Two. So they're even giving you a cool little you know swag piece that you can show off uh, in Destiny Two. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's blue with some hearts and, you know, it looks cool and you're doing it for, for a good cause. So all profits will, like I said, will go directly, uh, to direct relief as they, uh, as they'll be bolstering critical frontline responders, providing much needed health stockpiles and more. And like I said, to learn more about direct reliefs, Hurricane Harvey relief efforts, you can visit their site, which is directrelief.org. Uh, and if you're looking for the Bungie information, you just go to Bungie's website. It's it's all over the place. So you go to their Bungie store, you'll be able to see the uh, the purchase options. So, yeah, it's very cool Bungie do this. I it's it, what, you it know, does say that they and I do remember them um, having work with the relief of aid in Nepal in 2015, yep. and that was huge. And there was a a large uh, gamer following that helped with that relief. So yeah, they generated a they generated a ton of support. Yeah. So I'm yeah. hoping that they're able to do the same, especially with the excitement around this game to to have the you know get a little bit of uh, uh, an emblem that you can't acquire any other way, mm-hmm. I think is, is it's a perfect kind of thing that gamers love. You know, you love that exclusive content. So, Do you think this is their way of slowly trying to get back into the Halo franchise? Bungie's trying to have us help them fight the flood. <laughs> Sorry, that was that's probably Boom. too soon. It's just, I, I'm over here in a dark corner. All I can think about is bad jokes. It's, Jazzy, you're... Um, your, you're reestablished out the team, okay? <laughs> I uh, I already know that I'm going to have to deal with. Thank uh, you, Zach. Take your back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you can't have bucky up there. All right. Um, I'm glad you read that that joke. I slid over to you. You're welcome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Okay. Um, 
the, I said I had no more topics, but I realized we didn't use the topic that we saved for your eSports segment, and I figured maybe we should just touch base real quick. Yeah, let's talk about this, because this is huge for, for the game. If you are a League of Legends fan, you understand that there are seasons involved in this game, um, and we are upon the end of Season 7. We will be going into Season 8, and there is something called a preseason in between that, mm-hmm. where you do a lot of you know changes are made. And usually there's some changes there, you know, here and there and minor. This year, Riot is stepping up and really making some some big changes. Yeah, major adjustments. Um, these adjustments start with basically <laughs> completely wiping the whole leveling system itself by combining ruins and masteries. So all of that time spent grinding up your IP or buying riot points so that you could buy these ruins and then building out these multiple tree upon tree upon tree of masteries to try to figure out what would be best for you with the role and character that you want to play is just it's it's streamlined and gone like everything's going into one simple page you can pick a specific way that you want to play the character and it'll give you recommendations on how to build out the the rest of your little combined ruined and mastery page and the cool thing about it is, is anybody that has purchased uh, ruins in the past is going to get credit back for it. So you're, you know, all that time you spent playing the game or purchasing these riot points to get the ruins isn't going to waste. Riot is going to take that money and or time and redistribute it back into your account so that you can further buy cool stuff from Riot. Now, mind you, let's like let's not give people's hopes up. If you whatever you bought this year in 2017, right. you're getting a hundred percent. So they're going to take that IP. IP's going away, by the way. It's turning into Blue Essence. Yep. That's the new currency that's going to be used across the board. In the store, when you're crafting, when you're built, it's all the same now. And you're not having all this confusion like Essence over here, IP over here. You know, yeah, Gemstones and Riot yeah, Points it's versus all Riot. Bl- yeah, they're simplifying it. And you'll get 100% of your IP that you spent turned into Blue Essence and given back to you. If For the stuff you bought previous to the, this year... Um, in 2016, and I don't think they go past 2016. I don't think they're, they 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 might give they're going to give you something for your history, right? But it's a, but it's, it's not only full it's not full. It's yep. a percentage, but yep. you're going to get something. So just understand that you're going to receive some fo- some amount of blue essence based on what you've done throughout your career in league, and uh, you're going to be able to use that wherever you want. Now, if you want to buy a champion, but you want to use the points that you've earned, now called Blue Essence, it, it'll be the same. You used to have to go to the store and use IP, go to the crafting zone and use Blue Essence, go over here and use Orange Essence, and it was, you know, yeah, it, was it, was, it was very confusing. They're cleaning it all up. Yep, and for those of you that are still looking into building out Ruin Pages, this plans to drop early November, so at least that's when it's planned, slated to, to go live. Um, that could be, you know, pushed ahead a little bit or back a little bit, depending on how Riot feels it's doing in the PTR. But um, so far, they've been testing it with bronze players all the way through to the pros, and everybody's loving it. So I, I feel like November, we're probably going to see this switch happen. Um, until then, they have reduced all the ruins that you could purchase, Tier 3, down to 10 IP apiece. Now, mind you, when you bought a, uh, a, a Tier 3 Quintessent rune, right? Yeah. 
It was like 4,000 IP. IP. Yep. 2,000 IP based on the ones you wanted. They're 10 now. So yep. like I'm thrilled because now I can finally like fill for you know for the rest of the season because I'm playing, you know, I've been experimenting a lot this season. I can go buy runes easy for whatever I yeah. want. For 10 IP a piece. Yeah. And the best part about it is you'll get that completely refunded back to you since you're buying it now. No, you won't. No. Yeah, they said they said anyway. Oh, I buy, thought initially that they were gonna do that. Now that they're dropping it to 10. You don't get that back. That, that okay. stuff they're not going to get back because yeah. they're giving you such a steep discount on this stuff. So Got it. All right. Well, that's yeah. something that they, they switched that I didn't know about. Yep. Um, leveling system is going to be basically kind of revamped completely. Yep. Um, the best way I could describe it is it's kind of going almost to an Overwatch loot box system. 100%. Where while you're leveling up, once you hit a specific you know level marker, you're going to get a chest. And then the smaller chests are going to be filled with things like champion shards and stuff like that. So that since you're newer to the game, you're going to get the ability to activate and play more champions yep. along the way without having to purchase them. And then the um, for the veterans, you're going to get cool, um, sh- you know, emote shards and skin shards and stuff like that that can make your account a little more. Unique. Sometimes I find skin shards in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Um, so this is it. this is cool because in the past you had a, a level cap of thirty. Mm-hmm. You got to level thirty, and that was it. You still got IP, and you'd build up IP to buy runes or to buy uh, champions or to do whatever you wanted with it. But now, you know, you're going to be able to hit new like levels, like level fifty. Or you're going to get these new emblems, and you're going to be able to kind of, kind of, you know, similar like you said, Overwatch, where it's like. You know, Cable's level 350 now, and, you know, he, he has a special banner around his character uh, that, that gives him that credit, you know, that he's right. he's put that time in. And uh, so, yeah, it, I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm excited that they're they're giving out loot boxes, basically, is what they're doing, similar to Overwatch and, and similar to a lot of these other uh, other games that are hitting now because it's, it, it's the current mechanic that works. People don't necessarily need a lot, but they want to feel like, hey, I'm forever gaining experience, and every once in a while I get a thank you for it. And I think this is a very smart move by Riot. Yeah. And then the other major thing, um, like we had already made mention of, is IP is going away. It's all turning into blue essence. You're going to get a 100% transaction of whatever you have an IP over to blue essence. So if you're sitting on 10K IP, you'll get 10K blue essence for it. Yep. And everything in the store that did cost IP will now cost the exact same amount in blue essence. Yep. So nothing's changing aside from, you know, you're, they're taking IP away and giving you blue essence. And they are releasing for a limited time when this goes live a special blue essence store yep. where you can get cool, unique, one time uh, things like if you have a ton of IP, you can get a Earth Warwick skin or, you know, summoner icons, war yeah, skins, a few stuff things, like that. But so some of the like, um, vaulted stuff that hasn't been available for a long time. You, we, this might be the, the the time where if you have a crazy ton of IP, uh, you might be able to pick up a few things that maybe you never thought you were going to see again. Yep. So, yeah. Other net huge changes to the game. These we will these will be going live into season eight. So you'll see all these changes happen and occur before season eight goes live next year. And. Uh, Riot just keeps hitting it out of the park with you know simple things from expanding the free champion rotation from ten to fourteen champions a week, which 
actually feels like less than a week now. I feel like every four right. days they're changing um, to like different alert pings. Um, they still have uh, promised that in your profile you're going to be able to have a skin section where you can you know, classify your different champions by their skins yep. so that you can see which ones you have or don't have and almost create like a wish list. Yep. And those were really things cool. that so, were requested from the community. So yep. they've been listening to the community and, re- and responding, which is a, is a huge piece to, you know, keep the health of your game strong. So, yep. so yeah, we're looking forward to it. November, uh, November, hopefully we'll, uh, we won't have any delays and it'll, it'll hit here late this year and we can get ready to, to learn all the new, new mechanics and, uh, it's a good time to jump into league if you if you're uh, can, you know new to the game and you don't you know it, like like Xander was saying it's hard to jump into a game when it's been out for a long time right and this game's very unique because it's been out for what eleven years yeah and so you know it's changed a lot since the beginning but I'll tell you what when you jump into league and you try it like I took a small break like a year. And I jumped back into league, and I, everything was different. And I felt really kind of like I don't know even what to do with my masteries or my. Well, you know what? It's all starting fresh this year. So this is a good time to jump in if you really want to try to, you know, get into the game, understand it, and and be able to play it. Yes, a good time to jump a in. Great don't time. look at me like that. Don't a look great at time. Don't. The greater good. No, the greater good. You guys gotta try harder than that if you're gonna get me. Maybe uh, Xander can jump in, yeah, get, and get good and beat me in that one v one. So that I'll way he can earn his Nautilus trophy. trophy one of these days. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I, I better purchase that before it goes vaulted, and then I'm gonna have to spend like six hundred dollars on eBay to get it for you. <laughs> Look, a deal's a deal, Jazzy. <laughs> well, that's what I have for the news. That has been it. You can uh, you can visit our Facebook page, Motor City Gaming, and uh, read all about these articles. Or head on over to MotorCityGaming.com to the podcast page where you can watch the trailers, read the articles, and download this podcast every week. And, of course, if you want to keep the conversation going, you join Discord. Exclamation point Discord in the Twitch chat. Or head on over to the website, right on the homepage, click that Join MCG Discord button. Talk with gamers from around the world about video games every day. If you liked aim back in the day, this is this kicks its ass. It does. I just wish there were away messages like aim had. Mm, yeah, I was all about those yeah. away messages. There's a lot of cool new uh, features coming too, though, to Discord, including uh, video um, video conferencing or whatever. So that's uh, Discord's yeah. really really stepping 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 up to take some marketing or some some uh, industry for away from Skype and away from Curse and, yeah. and all these other back uh, off FaceTime and Nintendo's online program. Yes, Wait. yes. Oh boy. Um, by the way, man, the app art for Discord. By is the way, <laughs> we got we got really upset, and we had to fire Jazzy, and I had to hire Xander, and and or sorry, we had to hire not Jazzy, and you know, aka Xander. But we did forget that this show is sponsored by. Oh, oh. sponsored. By me and all the fat money that I bring to the table. No, DetroitBeardCollective.com. I got to make this one extra good because it's late in the episode. DetroitBeardCollective.com. Listen, if you have hair growing out of your face, you need to purchase products 
from DetroitBeardCollective.com. Now, this isn't, I'm not asking, I'm telling you it's mandatory. If you listen to this show right now and you do not grab your device and go to DetroitBeardCollective.com and make an order, then you are personally letting me down, and that is unacceptable. Get uh, beard combs, beard shampoo, beard elixir, beard butter, everything you need. Put it in a beard crate. Choose all the scents that you want to make yourself smell right. Get your face feeling right. Have it shipped directly to your home, a P.O. box, your friend's house if you're sending it as a gift. uh, Have it sent to your office if there's some big fat guy with a smelly beard that you need to have him straighten it up. DetroitBeardCollective.com has you covered for that. That's why we have it shipped here is to take care of Jassy and his odor. My odor comes from my butt. His comes from his face. (laughs) Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com and use the checkout code MCGAMING to save on orders $25 or more. You save 20% orders $25 or more. That is the checkout code MCGAMING at DetroitBeardCollective.com. If retro gaming is your thing, then listen to Xander right now. Hi there. Hey, how's it going? I think you do a thing, don't you? Yeah, we have the Legend of Retro podcast that comes out every Thursday at 9 a.m. We just did the Rhythm of Retro 2, which uh, has gotten a lot of positive feedback. I like it. It it it. seemed very popular. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. Teaser, uh, this week, we're covering uh, Super Mario Brothers 2. Ooh. Ooh, that's insider info for you. Doki Doki. Doki Doki. It's like you know the people that do it. Yeah, so um, you know, get excited for that, and I'm, I'm really excited that our uh, retro relapse this week uh, is, is typing of the dead. It is. <laughs> yes. It was the best thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, also the worst because now it's the only thing I want to do with my life. <laughs> <laughs> it was even better than I could have ever imagined when we finally fired it up and gave it a try. So, well, it's a good thing sci-fi stole your wife because now I got plenty of time exactly. to play. See, it's up. See, but wait until she sees how good my typing skills get. She's going to come running back. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You'll be set up to be a great administrative assistant. That's right. There you go. Ooh, and a then, stenographer maybe. Dude, they have Ooh. keyboards that fire bullets at zombies. It's the best. Yeah, and they have Dreamcasts <laughs> on their back with giant batteries attached to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sega, you did something right there. Okay? Nobody, Congratulations. Look, nobody needs Destiny 2 tonight. You all just need to track down typing of the day. Yeah, it'll cost you more than Destiny 2, but you can track it down. Okay, so listen up, because it's different, and you need to do it. You can influence the, sh- the show and get early access to GameZilla Alpha and this show by supporting us on Patreon.com slash GameZilla Podcast. What? That's different. Yeah. That is new. Because Patreon is different. What? Since when? (laughs) Since we updated it. Shit. Go to patreon.com slash Podcast. The look is new. We got cool new little buttons. We upgraded some of the uh, perks. Yeah. Hey, you you wanted early access? You didn't have $10 a month? Now you can only need $5 a month. I, I made the buttons. The new buttons. Wait, no, they just didn't appear? Oh. I thought they just appeared. And no, I just put them in the G drive and oh. kind of pointed you towards them. Oh, well, thanks. No problem. Yeah, They're no pretty problem. cool looking. I'm really proud of them. It's GameZilla, and as you go up in the perks, he gets more video game spikes on his back. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's Me. like he's growing. It's like he's getting stronger. Like he's getting a boner. Yeah. Like he's uh, a back boner, but sure, hey, I guess you go that way. Uh, is that back, how you get boners? Back boner. <laughs> nope, I can't say it is. Okay, so patreon.com slash games all podcast. 
help support the great show that we are. We love all of you. You help us go to places like Boston and PAX and areas that we can bring all these places right to you. We love everybody. Man, just do it. Yeah, and uh, you know, thanks for the input from our fan base. Some of these perk adjustments were because of you. It was because of people in the Discord, because of people that we communicate uh, to, that we got some of the feedback from our community, and that's how we shaped some of these up- updated perks or added new perks. So, um, you know, congratulations! You are crafting, creating this community, and helping us, uh, you know, helping us make it what you guys want. So, thanks. Uh, and then, you know, we already mentioned that you get early access to Gamesville Alpha, but Alpha is every Sunday. Yes. And if you're a patron. Thursday. Yes. But yeah, Gamesville Alpha, the topic podcast. We pick one item. We talk about it in depth for about an hour. Uh, last week was esports and the growth, how we believe this is the future uh, industry that we're going to see expand in ways that we can't even imagine. We're already seeing ESPN uh, have its own coverage of it. We're seeing sold-out stadiums on a, on a yearly basis for championship events and millions of dollars being moved around uh, within this industry. So, you know, eSports was the topic last week, and uh, who knows what's going to be coming up. Gotta I know. T- got to tune in, got to subscribe, and you got to find out. But I ain't telling you shit. Well, I want to go around to our guest. Anything else that you'd like to uh, say before we uh, shut this down? I think I've embarrassed myself enough here today. It is, it is fair. I mean, you, you didn't embarrass yourself as much as Jazzy, but... Um, I certainly tried. Yeah. One episode, and I'm questioning my new hire. That's all I'm saying. I only get better with time. Okay. Well, you know, that's a good that's a good last statement for me to, to think about. Mm-hmm. That I... You need to get on social media. Use the hashtag MCGBrink to tell us how badly you want to see the GameZilla guys play Brink on a live stream before the recording of next week's episode of the GameZilla podcast. Brink, Grimm's favorite game of all time. We can play it. You can watch. It's bound to be a mess. And we need your support to make it happen because I can't convince either of these jerks to do it because we're supposed to do it this week and it didn't happen. All right, fine. You know what? We're going to do it the right way. We're going to do it my way. I was the one that came up with the TSM Immortals vote and I told Jazzy about it and he went with it. And that's why I was mad at him because he got all upset and I was like, well, then why did you go with it? It's a new idea. Jazzy, I'm going to let you do it again. We're going to have Brink and we're going to have League of Legends. And we're going to hashtag, okay. I want okay. hashtag comments, hashtag Brink, hashtag League of Legends. Which one do you want to see this guy play? Okay. More all, importantly, no, we him. all know, we all know you're the favorite. Okay. So that I can play, <laughs> no one likes I me. can play this angle. Okay. I can play this angle. Who wants to see Dead Eye play Listen, League? Listen, you can go, <laughs> who? You and can if go. if you know anything about League, add what character he has to play. You can go to the internet. The champ. You can go to the internet and see a hundred million jerk offs playing League of Legends. Not this jerk off. Not anywhere in the world are you going to find us playing Brink. You played it last week, so <laughs> but and, and you had it. fun. No you one loved plays it. Brink. It's and way better. Twenty five hundred people. Unique playing on Steam right now. Brink. 
I'm not going to tell you how many people are playing League right now because then that would defeat exactly. my purpose. Exactly. You can but find any jerk playing League. League of Legends. Brink. This jerk. You could watch this jerk experience what is League of Legends. And not- we know we have a lot of fans out there that are ju- are brand new to League that are going through the uh, you know the yeah. the learning lessons right now. They might be. They might want to see what what you got. They want to maybe maybe you're a phenom and you don't even know it. We all know I Maybe have you're really the next faker. I have really bad fine motor skills. Maybe it's okay. Maybe it's like, your no, jerkiness will turn you into an unpredictable skill shot master. I might. You're really selling one side of this whole thing. I don't understand what you're talking if, about. Sir. If you choose that they get to. <laughs> play, oh, I'm sorry. I just killed your microphone. I can't hear you anymore. <laughs> they get to play Brink. Remember, we can just have Grim relive the nightmare, a la Doctor Strange's ending, where he just like is constantly Dormammu. I'm here to make a deal, like over and over again. <laughs> Because <laughs> once they play Brink, Grim can break the disc, and I'll get him another one. <laughs> no! <laughs> this is showing up in the game room. <laughs> but So with that being said, if you want to game with us or talk games with us, Discord. Go to our website. Click the button that says Discord. You can join in talking video games with us each week. In that, there is a League of Legends tab, and I, myself... We'll throw this out there because <laughs> Deadite is going to want this. I I just recently put in there that since I have this upcoming week off of work, I am going to be for our new League of Legends fans that have hopped in and have started enjoying this game. I'm going to be running some uh, game coaching sessions. Absolutely not over the week <laughs> to teach them about different areas of the game. All I'm saying is, if you want to be top tier bronze five player. <laughs> Come to our sessions, and we will show you the way of bottom feeding. I can tell you exactly how you need to play the game. I just can't play it myself. <laughs> I <laughs> may forcibly give myself food poisoning before next show. We'll it see. could happen. It could happen. But, but you know what else break. could happen? Vote League of Legends. <laughs> vote Thank break. you, everybody. We are going to head out. This has been episode 172 of the GameZilla podcast. We are the Elite Free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, vote League of Legends. Game on. The continues. Bring, 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 bring,